Good morning ladies and gentlemen welcome to my podcast In the last two series I spoke of briefly about the male energies of Shiva which is the top 3 chakras from the throat upwards everything is predominantly a Shiva kind of energy pure consciousness pure stability pure stillness energy the bottom three chakras we spoke of as the shakti energies everything from navel below where everything is about physical creation the physical worlds where do these two meet if you look at um the manifestations of shiva and shakti it's everywhere it's in every one of the 27 constellations which are male and female the dominant one being female because we are living in the physical dimensionality when i mean physical it may be even in different dimensions of existence whatever you see as even etheric is nothing but a manifestation now where did, where does the male really meet female energies because the nakshatras and the zodiacs all are polarized into male type or the female type So my quest has been where do these two really meet and when it came as a download it was really moving it shook my world it's like the center of your chest it's the anahata chakra it's the heart chakra heart is where the oneness of everything meets heart is where you meet the male and female the top and the bottom the left and the right the inside and the outside from the chakra perspective this is called the anahata chakra anahata in sanskrit means one the sound which is made by not striking two objects that means to say the sound which is beyond the physical the separation or the sense of separation is dissolved in that oneness in that heart center one cannot distinguish what is going on within me or outside of me one cannot distinguish inner or outer or left or right or anything it's the dissolution of all things all male and female polarizations that's where shiva comes to meet shakti and shakti comes to meet shiva this is where the union ship of love really happens this is where shiva wants to give and shakti wants to take equally in equal measures in this equality is where love blooms that is why as i have understood it so far love is the most powerful sustaining i wouldn't call it force because force is such a harsh word dimension of existence i couldn't even call it that because it's not a dimension state of being i can't call it state of being either it just is love just is love cannot be boxed into anything because it is beyond the dimensions of any kind of reality it is where shiva and shakti really dissolve it's in the middle of your chest is the oneness of all that is if oneness of all that is is experienced where is the question of polarization that's what you should be you know getting into your thinking into your understanding feeling sensing perceiving in this physical world everything is polarized where does the non polarized existence live 
if at all it is in this physical dimension what is really moving the creative force from within us as bodies as souls within all living things and beings within all plants animals birds even within an atom and a molecular structure what is keeping that electron away from proton for example it's that center of the heart chakra the anahata the one sound that is made without striking to objects it is a sound that is heard everywhere without distinction you cannot say it's coming from within me or outside within me this is where apparently people hear the transcendental sound of om for example but you hear it everywhere you hear sounds everywhere inside and outside it is not a place of what one would call mental sanity one should not approach here if one is expecting to rationalize things because it can drive a person insane if you are hearing sounds which you don't know whether it's coming from inside or outside your heart chakra is very open and you just need to be centered in that space for it to allow things to happen and this is the most difficult thing for a person in love to do to allow things to unfold as they would unfold because that's where shiva meets shakti and shakti meets shiva unconditionally it is not based upon what you give me and what i give you now let me translate this in terms of mundane everyday physical human male female man woman kind of existence if you have a dominance of planets or points in male nakshatras and male zodiac signs or female nakshatras and female zodiac signs your tendency as a personality as an embodied human being will go in the direction of well i'm more male energies or i'm more female energies sometimes it can be balanced as well lots of times it can be balanced but this push and pull of polarities is what is always going on it's like a dynamic stability if you might call something is maintaining this existence and something is even pushing or pulling it in a direction it's the interplay of the strong and weak interdimensional forces it's the interplay of shiva and shakti which is going on in creation all the time it's like a song of dance between one to another sometimes a female wants to give male wants to take sometimes a male wants to give female wants to take and it's it's a dynamism folks there's nothing there's no judgment to this observe it as an observer this is what is going on and within us we are a container of both shiva and shakti both men and women are so if you are starting to get polarized as a man or as a woman in one of these directions it is because of the dominance which might be indicated in your vedic astrology birth chart but your first step would be then to do what to do, to understand this why am i more being in a man's body effeminate or female like tendency why do i want to materialize things why do i want to have things in physical form if you are a male with dominantly female nakshatra playing out or female zodiac sign playing out you might want to think 
in terms of I want wealth or I want this job or I want this recognition or I want this kind of female or I want that kind of a thing. See, all these words I'm saying, it's just wanting to make physical things. That should give you a hint, even if you don't know your birth chart, that you're more Shakti oriented. On the other hand, if you're a fe- if you're embodied in a female body, and then you have more dominant male nakshatras, now I'm taking the reverse here. You might be thinking, I get along more with boys, with men than females. My tendency is to think and feel and actualize stuff in my world more like a man rather than a woman. Why is that? Well, it might be showing up in your birth chart as dominantly male nakshatras or zodiac signs. You see what I'm saying? So it has nothing to do with embodied male or female or a man or a woman. Those are just stereotypes. Those are just archetypes. Nakshatras are basically archetypes. Like the Jungian archetype or like the Enneagram and all these archetypes we had. But now we are in this new energy is moving beyond these archetypes. But it won't be very easy to move beyond archetypes if you don't know what the archetypes are. Archetypes are essentially male and female in nature. Essentially left and right. Essentially up and down. Essentially inside and outside. These polarizations which can be termed in terms of two is what the duality is about. Okay, so understand that love can be met in the heart center. That's why everybody craves that love center. Everybody craves that heart center. And once you experience that, even in a brief way, even in a three-dimensional kind of way, even if you don't know any of this esoteric stuff, it is available to all. It is experienced by all in one form or the other. And that can leave you as a transformed person in a microscopic way even in a very very small way even it changes the path it changes the potentials of what can unfold for you being in love because what you touch in that dimension is oneness what you touch in the dimension is beyond the physical reality itself you understand what i'm saying because you're getting to a place where there is no shiva no shakti or the merged aspect of both of them. That's what you are getting into when you are getting into the heart center. The dissolution of both polarities evolves a, pol- evolves a oneness which is beyond all dimensions, beyond all creations. It is everywhere. It is in the most micro and it is in the most macroscopic of all universes put together. It is present, yet it is not present. It collapses all these dualistic paradigms, notions, dimensions and so on and so forth. That is the catalyst for transformation. That is the catalyst for understanding how to evolve a new person, a new civilization where we are heading as humanity. We are all moving towards that oneness. We are all moving towards where there is no separation. Where there is no polarization. But in everyday terms, how can this be useful? In everyday terms, just try to focus on your heart center. What does it mean to be one with everything? 
without my boundaries, limitations, judgment, etc. Just asking that question and sitting with the question silently, focusing on your heart center, doing some mudras probably, would get you to a place where you can start to feel that nurturing, nurturing and caring and loving for yourself and therefore nurturing, caring and loving for the others starts from you. Okay, I hope this helps in some way. Take care, be safe.